0: Welcome to The Truth Must Be Told. I hope that you have been enjoying this podcast. We have covered many subjects, and, you know, we're going to continue to do that. The response has been excellent, and I will continue to bring you quality podcasts from which you can learn and perhaps give you some hope in this uncertain world. If you have missed any episodes, you can go to the and you will find the link for anchor.fm, which will allow you to listen to previous podcasts absolutely free. It's free to visit the site and free to listen. And while you're there, consider hitting that support button and help this ministry to continue to grow around the world. Thank you for your support and for joining me here on the truth must be told it is truly said a good conspiracy is an unprovable one we will be discussing some conspiracies today on the truth must be told stand by he's just ignorant he doesn't know any better than to tell the truth it's the truth I just want to report the truth to be a nice change of pace okay. when in doubt tell the truth when well, I tried to tell the truth, and it kicked me off the air. You can't handle the truth! And now, speaking the truth, even though it hurts. Here's the host of The Truth Must Be Told, Sal Passos. Hello, everyone. Hello. Welcome to the podcast. Well, <clears throat> this podcast has just celebrated its one-year anniversary. And I promised at that time that I would be discussing conspiracies at some point. Well, today is the day. And, uh, just, if you hear the dogs barking in the background, unfortunately that can't be helped. So that's just part of who I am and what's going on here. So I'm sorry about the lack of professionalism. All right. And in case you're wondering about the hat I'm wearing, it says I'm not old. I am just chronologically challenged. All right. So. Uh, As I said, talking about conspiracies today, and uh, we're going to do is, uh, I titled this one Conspiracy Theory Introduction, and we are going to uh, take a look at some conspiracies and uh, talk about the definition of conspiracy and things like that, so just bear with me. Now, I'm working on uh, making some changes here in case you're tuning in from other areas. I have got this going through a, a a thing called Restream which is supposed to be sending this out to my, uh, Facebook, YouTube, um, I forget where else it's supposed to be going to. So, uh, just, uh, bear with me if it doesn't get there. I will, if I have to, I'll, uh, send them out again on, um, uh, individually. So just bear with me. All right. All right. So conspiracies, what triggers a conspiracy theory, eh? Well, I can only speak to my own thoughts as, as far as for me, all right? Uh, what triggers me to start to look at something as to whether it's a conspiracy or not is the inconsistency of a story that is given in response to a particular event. Now, that's what I I look at and say, Dave, hey, this might be something, might not be so funny going on around here. So I got to, you know, I have to look at that. So uh, the definition, according to the dictionary, Merriam-Webster Merriam says a, a theory, a, a conspiracy is a theory seeking to explain a disputed case or matter as a plot by a secret group or alliance rather than an individual or an isolated act. Uh, the other definition could be a hypothesis alleging that the members of a coordinated group are and or were working secretly together to commit illegal or wrongful actions, including attempting to hide the existence of the group and its activities. In notable cases, the hypothesis contradicts the mainstream explanation for historical current events. And the last one is, and this goes to what I'm going to be talking about tonight, hypothetical speculation that is untrue or outlandish. All right. So the as I said, when I, when I look at a conspiracy, whatever it is, I can only speak, like I said, um, it's an inconsistency of a story. If you have an event that takes place and there's conflicting stories that are going around it, all right, I'll just I, – I didn't add this. This wasn't in my original list, but I just thought about it now. The uh, the the uh, airplane that got shot, shot down over Long Island, and they say it was a 747. They say it exploded. I happened to be listening to my scanner that night when the calls were going out for the Coast Guard. At the time, I lived in Bridgeport, Connecticut. I lived on a third-floor apartment, and I had a scanner going, and I monitored the Coast Guard. I monitored the um, you know, the police, the fire. It was just a you know, hobby at the time because I'm a ham radio operator, so I mo- monitored these frequencies. And I also um, uh, was still involved with EMS and stuff. Th- so I always had... I always had something going on in the background. I heard it. I began turning on the news, and they had interviewed an a, um, a pilot from the, you know, by and by, as things got, it w- wasn't like right away, but uh, shortly after the incident happened, they were interviewing a pilot who was a um, uh, uh, National Guard pilot, Air National Guard, who said he saw something fly up from the water and hit the airplane and it exploded. And then you never heard from him again. That was the last you ever heard. And then uh, through the investigations a the year, they said it was this fuel line that caught fire and uh, exploded the plane and blah, blah, blah. So, okay, whatever. But that's what I'm talking about. There was an inconsistency in the story when they said, no, this was an accident. It was not terrorist. Yet there were over 100 witnesses, I think, that said that there was they saw something fly up from the water and hit the plane. Including this uh, National Guardsman, and I wish I had that recorded so you could see it. I'm I'm learning now to uh, to uh, to TVO these things when they come on a DVR, so the DVR to record them so I can get the the firsthand reports and then be able to go back later and look and say something's wrong here. But uh, but there's a disputed case or matter, and like I said, something there's inconsisten- inconsistencies. So the beginning of my becoming a conspiracy theorist uh, starts back in the 60s at a very young age. I began to hear the controversy during those years in the late 60s, you know, coming up to the 70s as I was getting older. Uh, I was born in 58, so, you know, I'm getting about 10, 11 years old, 12 years old, and I'm hearing these conspiracies going on. Um, And I I hear the, the controversy pertaining to the assassination of JFK was Oswald the only shooter, who was on the grassy knoll, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Now, of course, I looked to my dad, who was in the military and probably had some, you know, I thought maybe had some background or what his input was on this. And amazingly, he said he thought that Oswald was one of many shooters on Dealey Plaza that day, that he, he knows there wasn't just three shots that were fired. He knows that um, uh, he, he knew it from the you know what was what was coming across and he felt that yeah there's something there's something not right here but he felt always felt that oswald was part of it in some way or another all right so smash cut to several years later when i was in college now bear in mind we didn't have internet then when i was in college you know barely had phones (laughs) i'm only kidding there was no such thing as cell phones or anything like that so All research that had to be done was in the library through things called books. Now, for you young people who don't know what books are, these things are, books are papers. They're papers of different sizes, and they're bound together with a a cover, okay? And they have words inside, and you have to read them. And you have to go and look them up. They had what was called the Dewey Decimal System. You had to look up on these index cards, you know, by author or by title, and you had to look it up. And then go to that aisle in the library and then, you know, find the book and actually open it up and read it and find what you were looking for. Uh, so, um, but I would have to go to the library and go through periodicals, encyclopedias, and other books to find answers that I was looking for. Well, I said all that to say this. In my criminal investigations class while I was in in, in college, my instructor began discussing the Kennedy assassination uh, this was a criminal investigation, so we began looking into that, and he began to point out inconsistencies with the account, and that piqued my interest. You know, so I began to research it as much as I could, and found plenty of things that had that that had to do with it, and it had to be brought to question. Why was going? What was going on here? And it took it took a while to find things out. Uh, for example, uh, uh, Kennedy's limousine was taken; it was immediately washed, cleaned. Uh, and repaired before any forensic evidence was taken from it, the his suit was taken and cleaned. Uh, uh, also, um, um, uh, the senator that was in the car with them that day that uh, you know, and he he got hit and he took his suit and cleaned it. So there was a lot of forensic evidence that was washed away. And so the beginning the, so the the wheels of the cover up begin to turn. There is a lot more involved. And when we get into the individual conspiracies, we'll talk about them uh, one by one, and we'll we'll look at it and see where we're at. All right, all right. So I forgot to set my timer here, so um, we'll just have to roll. I have to keep looking over to see the time because I want to make sure I don't go over. All right. So, um, and that was the genesis of my conspiracy th- uh, thoughts. You know now. I want you to know that I do not see conspiracies under every bush and behind every wall. That's just not true. As I have said, when, you, when something doesn't seem right and you begin to look into it, questions are raised, and if those involved cannot answer those questions, then there is room for doubt. Now, um, today, it's sometimes easy to see if an event is true or false because so many people have cell phone cameras, and record much, but even then, you have to be skeptical. All right, even though they show an event taking place, you got to watch what they how it's edited and how it's presented to you. You have to be very, very careful. My grandfather had a saying, and that was don't believe everything you hear and only half of what you see because even your eyes lie. Now, admittedly, I have been caught up in the hype of some situations, believing. The news media is telling me the truth, and why should I doubt it? Well, the mainstream media has an agenda as well, so now I watch with great caution. Okay? Uh, When when Sandy Hook took place, my hearts were pulled at the news as it came across. Lori and I spent hours trying to get up to Sandy Hook because we didn't live that far from it, but we spent hours trying to get there because everybody like us had the same idea they wanted to visit and to, um, make sure that, you know, we, we, we left a, a thing on the, uh, on the memorial there that they had set up and everybody was in tears and we were looking around and, um, and I didn't realize I got caught up in, in the thing that may, may or may not have happened, but we'll, we'll, we're not going again, we're not going to go into individual conspiracies tonight. I'm just going to touch a few things. All right, so trust no one is a good idea to keep in mind when we're dealing with conspiracies. You got to trust no one. Now, to those who would dare to speak up and speak their mind, like me, to speak a theory that goes against the norm, like I do a lot of times, Um, We find that we're ridiculed, we're mocked, we're attacked verbally and sometimes physically. People can get very physically upset. For example, to say that the World Trade Center buildings fell because of controlled demolition is a hot-button topic. You'll get yelled at and you'll be told to shut up because people don't want to face the truth or the fact that they have been lied to. To say that no one was killed at Sandy Hook, I mentioned it before, in Connecticut gets you the same result. How could you say that? Those poor parents and kids didn't deserve to die like that. To say that Oswald was not the shooter, was not the shooter or a shooter on Dealey Plaza that day is another hot button. Oh, you watch too much TV. That's all been debunked. He was definitely the only one there. And if you dare say today that Forcing people to take vaccines are suspicious. You are labeled a terrorist by some. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you are definitely labeled as a terrorist by some. Alright, welcome back. Uh, sorry, I should have announced a break there, but we decided just to to pop right in there. Okay, so I try to keep this down. I'm trying to keep this to a half an hour tonight. Uh, we'll see what, how we do. So, a good conspiracy is an unprovable one. If you can prove it, it means they must have screwed up somewhere along the line. I quoted that from Jerry Fletcher from the movie Conspiracy Theory. If you've never seen that movie, it is a great flick. Uh, it goes through a lot of different things and I, you know, it's a good thing to, to look at that. It's actually a fun flick and, um, Patrick Stewart is in it and Mel Gibson and, um, oh, I forgot who else is in that. I forgot. What's her name? Uh, I can see your face and I can't think of her name. All right, whatever. Uh, so, but there are many thoughts out there. Now, some people are not willing to accept that our government is responsible to some or all of the conspiracies that are out there. And there are a lot of different conspiracies. You've got the UFO conspiracy, which now the government is starting to come around and saying, yeah, we have videos of this and there may be something here. We have the, you have the men in black. You have, um, you have the uh, covert ops to overthrow leaders. There, 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 are people up under there that we got. Uh, well, that just says it itself: covert ops that to overthrow political leaders in different countries. You have the Illuminati conspiracy. Are they involved in things? And that reminds me, uh, M- MK12. Um, they're another group that is part of all that. Who's really leading what? Area 51. Trackers on money. That's another another thing. You know, your your money that you carry, they say it has that metal strip in it that the government can follow that. It's some kind of a tracker. They could find out where you are. Of course they don't have to do that too much now because everybody has cell phones and uh, with with GPS in it. Even though you have your GPS disabled in your phone, it's a very good possibility that they can track you with it anyway. I wouldn't put it past them. Uh, Malaysia Airlines, flight MH370. If you don't remember that, that's the flight that disappeared over the Indian Ocean without a trace, gone. It suddenly changed direction and was gone. A lot of conspiracies about that. A lot of thoughts. Was it UFOs? Was it this? Was it that? There's a lot of different things. So, um, I'm not saying this is all we're going to cover. I'm just saying these are conspiracies that are out there. Black helicopters. People think, all oh, these these black helicopters that fly quietly and they can't be heard. Yeah, that's a very good possibility too. So we have to uh, we have to you know you look into this stuff. Chemtrails. That's a big one. I've gotten to so many arguments with people about chemtrails. That look, those are chemicals that they're spraying out in the air. No, you moron. They're condensation trails. It's, they're called contrails. C o n t r a i l s. And their humidity that's popped out from the engine of an airplane uh, could there be stuff about chemtrails where they are spraying chemical stuff possibly but I don't know from that high I mean you're talking 20-30 thousand feet don't know what uh, what you would get but that's what it is so uh, another one Korean Airlines flight 007 was another one that disappeared and uh, uh, a lot of thoughts and conspiracies about that the death of prominent figures and that's that goes back to that special ops group that overthrow government they can take prominent figures and kill them and um which is what i believe happened with kennedy but we'll go into that another time there are you know special op groups that uh, will take somebody out they have a target they're ordered to take them out and they go um Denver Airport, I don't know if you've heard the conspiracy about Denver Airport, that one's a real interesting one, it has to do with whether there's an underground base under the Denver Airport, a lot of crazy stuff going on there, and especially when they had those murals with the guy that looked like, well, they had a gas mask on and he had a Nazi type of looking uniform on, stuff like that, major wonder. Uh, Freemasonry. Now, it, the Freemasons and the Mormons are actually; those are two that can can tie in. But the Freemasons have a lot of stuff going on, and they may be behind some things as well. We um, we have uh, you know there's there's evidence about that too, and maybe we'll get to them at some point. Because uh, this is going to be a continuing show. Uh, conspiracy theories is going to be not going to be every day back to back, but I will I will definitely hit it at some point. Uh, we've got, uh, oh, crisis actors. Now, this is a good one. A crisis actor are actors that are hired to go in during a crisis and pretend to be a, a parent, um, a teacher, uh, you name it. That's what they're there for. And they have men, women, and children that are crisis actors. And they put these people out there, and they're, they use them to further agendas, on, especially during uh, times of mass shooting or mass destruction that has taken place, the crisis actors will come out of the closet and they'll put them into work. False flag operations. I mentioned that before with the black ops. There's a lot of false flag operations. A lot of people think that the um, the uh, shooting at Sandy Hook was a false flag operation. Uh, we will get into that at a different thing. Je- Jeffrey Epstein did he really kill himself? I don't think he did. But that's another part of the conspiracy because if he'd have spoke, if he'd have started singing, there would be a lot of people that would be going down. And I think that was a way of just let's just shut him up. And so there's a whole questioning stuff about that. A lot of conspiracies around the COVID-19 virus. We don't know what's going on with that. There's a lot of controversy. Much, 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 I have just looked at another uh, video today from a Dr. McCullough, I believe he is, and he talks about the um, inconsistencies with the virus and the numbers that are being put out there. So that's, uh, that's another one. Fluoridation, yeah, putting fluoride in your drinking water. That's been a controversy for many, many years and a questioning as to why. Are they trying to chemically control us, chemically give us diseases? or whatever. Uh, the vaccination, of course, there's always stuff about the vaccination. Is the vaccination legit? Is it, um, or does it really work, or is it, you know, just a bunch of hooky? Uh, global warming. Now, this is interesting. Global warming, well, they don't want to call it that anymore. They want to call it climate change. But the global warming is an interesting one because uh, they they tend to bring up, that was brought up with the Afghanistan people not leaving Afghanistan. Somebody said something in one of the, one of the, one of the, um, I wish I had wrote it down and I didn't. So forgive me on that. I got to get better quiet. Cause I, I, I flew into a rage when I heard it. Well, not a rage, but you know what I mean? The, um, one of the senators who the Democratic senators were saying, well, we had these people and they didn't want to leave. And of course, and the global warming has a part to play in that. And I'm like, how did he link global warming with people not wanting to leave Afghanistan? Really crazy stuff. Uh, weather and earthquake control. Now, they think that the HAARP, uh system out there, I think it's in Alaska or somewhere up that way, uh, that is, uh, they are able to control... The weather and control earthquakes. They can make an, earth, make an earthquake anywhere. Um, control the weather in places, and um, you know. So they're they're the you know. There's another conspiracy theory that's out there that's kind of wild. Uh, we have MK Ultra. MK Ultra was was and I believe is still in existence. It this is documented that it did exist. The MK Ultra was the government's. Um, It's a mind control tactic where they can uh, place, uh, they can make you an assassin. You wouldn't even know about it until they gave you a keyword. Your handler called with a keyword, and you would immediately go and kill the target you were programmed to kill, and you wouldn't even know why. And I still think that that, they may not call it MKUltra anymore, but I do believe that that's still in existence. Uh, Then we have the flat earth conspirators that they think that the earth is flat. They don't believe what they see. Uh, you know, I, so I, I don't know about them. I, You know, that's a whole nother thing. RFID chips, radio frequency ID chips, um, identification chips. These things are supposed to be able to be planted under your skin, and it's supposed to carry all your information, banking information, your health, all of that stuff that's in there. Uh, another one was a big conspiracy for many years was Pearl Harbor. Did the government know that uh, Pearl Harbor was going to happen. Did the president have an idea? uh, Were they warned and just ignored it? And the list goes on and on and on. But as you can see, there are literally hundreds of these conspiracies. Some are more ridiculous than others. As some people take conspiracies to a level of insanity. I think that's, that's the thing. However, When one begins to look at situations with an open mind and one begins to have questions, and if they cannot be answered, then there's something not so funny going on. But why? Why would one believe that the government, our government, would do such things? Why would they allow 3,000 people to die in 9-11? Why put the country on a path to war? If you don't think that the powers that be for, uh, you know, uh, look, I'm going to quote Mr. X from JFK. Okay. The JFK, Mr. X says, the organizing principle of any society, Mr. Garrison, is for war. The authority of the state over its people resides in its war powers. The ability for the government to, to wage war is an organizing principle. The other thing is, and you have to ask, who benefits who benefits from an attack on this country? All right, we had the airplanes crashed into the building. I, I am that I have no question of. What I have a question of is, um, I was a firefighter for many many years. Black smoke was coming out of that building. Now that means it's oxygen starved. When a fire turns, the smoke turns black. It is oxygen starved. Okay, it doesn't have enough oxygen to continue to burn. You can have office furniture in there burning. Any jet fuel that went in there ignited and blew out almost immediately. Jet fuel is like kerosene. If you've ever seen kerosene burn, you know, take some lighter fluid, put it on the ground, watch it, see if it stays lit. It won't. All right, it it will ignite other furniture and stuff around it. But even when burning furniture, you're not going to get the temperatures that they claim Weakened the steel enough for it to come down, all right? And we're going to go into this, this, so there's something else wrong. And Building 7, though it was struck with girders and stuff, they say it was from office fires that made that collapse, and I'm going to have video to dispute that. So, but not today. It won't be today. We'll we'll get to that at another time. And I don't want to bring a big scar onto 9-11 after we just celebrated it last week. I tell you, I'm sad. That three thousand Americans died in that thing. Many of my brother firefighters, and EMS people, and 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 police department people were killed, and I, I'm not happy about it. But who is to blame? Okay, we immediately we're told it was Osama bin Laden, and our and our, and we went after, we went down that road. All right. But war is the biggest business in America, and as we go into war, I want you to think of all the contractors and the manufacturers of the things we need to conduct a war, the airplanes, the ships, the weapons, the fuel, the, uh, the, the, the powder, the, the bullets, the, the missiles, all of those things are produced here in America, and uh, thank God that, that when Trump was in office, those things were starting to build back up again. We need those things. But... <clears throat> But we need all these things to conduct a war, and that's the important part. So, when you're looking at a crime, you say you look for clues. One of the clues in a police department would look like is money. Where is the money? Is there money involved? And if the money involved, what is the if money is the motive? Then who benefits? Who benefits from the money? Okay, it is not the average citizen but those in power that wield that power for the sake of money. All right, a person may have to, may may, a person may be naive to think that those in power, the ones who wield the real power, would not endanger the lives of the innocent. I propose that as a false belief. And why do I say that? I'm going to give you a quick example Ford Motor Company knew that their Pinto. Okay, you guys remember the Pinto was explosive. Hit the rear end of it, hit the, hit the rear end of it and it'll blow. Okay, it it could rupture into flame, into flame. All right. So, why did they continue to produce them and not recall them? Because it was cheaper to pay the lawsuits than it was to recall. So they didn't care if people died. They just wanted to make sure that their cars stayed on the road and they were making money. All right. Now, as a Christian, the Bible tells me that all men are evil by nature. So why is it so hard to believe? Why is it so hard to believe that our government or men, and men under the auspices of Satan, not knowing that they would take um, people's lives for absolutely no reason? So there we go. So we need to be on guard against our enemy. You know, could the enemy use our leaders? Yes. And we have to pray for our leaders and our nation. Uh, but let's not close our eyes to the truths that are out there. All right, we need to pray for wisdom and discernment because there is a lot of stuff out there that one could say, "Oh, something's not right here," and uh, you know, "Wow, I didn't, you know, I didn't think that uh, that um, you know that this happened this way or this happened that way." You have to look at things and have some discernment. All right, so keep that in mind. All right, so as we move into the days ahead, we've been here for 30-something minutes now, so I'm going to end it. But as we move into the days ahead with the conspiracy theories, we're going to take them uh, take them a little at of time. We'll tear apart some, and we'll look at it, and we'll bring things. I'm not trying to change your mind. I'm just trying to give you something to think about. Okay, you think about what you think about. That's up to you. I am a no, I have no right to tell you how to think. This is the great thing about America— we can think as we please. If you believe that <laughs> terrorists brought down those buildings, then fine. God bless you. I have no problem with that, but there's a lot of questions I need to ask. You know, If you don't believe that the, you don't believe in UFOs, fine. It may sound funny to you, right? But that's okay. That's all right. If, uh, if you don't believe in Bigfoot, no, that's okay too. I don't care. But I'm going to bring up things that are going to raise questions. And that's why I call this the truth must be told, and sometimes the truth hurts. But I want you to be prepared for what's coming and uh, be ready to hear the facts, hear some facts and some different alternatives. And let you start think a little bit. all right? All right, so uh, I'm going to end it here. Uh, before I go, don't forget that October 2nd, we're going to begin our paranormal October. We're going to start with um, you know some UFOs, paranormal activity, things like that. It'll all be laid out. We'll be taking it during the month of October. We'll all be laid out there for you, and uh, we're going to be uh, we're going to be looking at a lot of interesting things. So you know don't don't forget to tune in. Also, uh, October thirtieth will be our that's a Saturday. Uh, will be our Halloween special. I'm going to go through the background of Halloween, what it means, and should Christians celebrate Halloween or not. And that's going to be what we will discuss. All right. So with all that being said, God bless you. And we'll see you next time on The Truth Must Be Told. You take care.